Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. We're making our way through summer. Turkey season has finally ended. Get through the next couple of months. Better days will be here before we know it. We are proudly brought to you by the one and only Ducks Unlimited. For 85 years, Ducks Unlimited has worked towards one goal, skies full of waterfowl, today, tomorrow, and forever. It's a daunting challenge and one our supporters take very seriously because to them, nothing is more important than full skies and all starts in our local events. To find an event near you or join our volunteer team, go to www.ducks.org. DU is a proud sponsor of the Big Honker Podcast and Duck Hunters Everywhere. Since 1937, they've conserved 15 million acres of land. You imagine the drought the last couple of years. If we wouldn't have had a DU, what would it be like? They're fighting for the duck numbers. Yep. Fighting for the duck hunters and the duck numbers. So, uh-huh. Duck hunters are the best conservationists in the world. No doubt about it. 100%. So, if there's a DU event going on near you, you might go check it out. Spend a little bit of money with them because uh, they do good work. We're also brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Don't know how many dates are left, but give Jeff a holler. 940-658-3172. If you're, if you want a dove hunt, could yep. you could you still come dove? I've got some dove here? hunting, a little bit of dove hunting days left. We're I've almost got some, to June. I do have some goose. I've got a couple days left in November. Everybody wants to come shoot that trophy spec early in the year. I got some November dates. Holler at me at nine four zero six five eight three one seven two or www.stanfieldhunting.com. Also brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, home of the Stanfield Stool. Listen, it's twenty twenty. You should not be sitting on a bucket anymore. 20, what, what year is this? It's 2020, 2022. 2022. <laughs> you should not be sitting on a bucket anymore. I'm stuck in the past, Jeff. Uh, the Stanfield stool, it's sturdy. It's reliable. It's got a backrest. It's beautiful. You don't need to be sitting on a bucket anymore. It's bad for your hemorrhoids. It's bad for your back. Get you the Stanfield stool. Or if you've got another iteration of the Stanfield stool, tell them what you want built. And the guys over at Alpha Outdoors, they can get it done. Send them up the uh, dimensions, and they can do it. Great people over there. We had him on a couple, two months ago or something like that. So take a listen to that podcast. But it's a lot of fun. Um, And I am looking forward to sitting on the Stanfield stool. We're also brought to you by Pacific Calls. The boys up there in Spokompton make a hell of a lesser call. The 206 is my favorite call. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, the PCD is the best duck call that's on the market. I mean, you cannot go wrong with the PCD. It's a single read barks at them i love it it's all that i use whenever i duck hunt and uh the 206 man it's a lesser call rips on them um it's a little bit shorter so if you're an intermediate goose caller the 509 is what you need to look for and i mean they're going all in on the turkey lineup so check them out for great deals and go they got a facebook page where they release hot buys so it's uh pacific calls or something like that it's a private page join it and um get access to one-of-a-kind calls or check them out pacificcustomcalls.com we're also brought to you by boss shot shells bismuth is the way to go compares so closely to lead listen dove season is going to be ramping up here before we know it 15 million dove each year die from lead poisoning we don't need legislation on this we don't need congress to tell us what we need to do if we want to enhance the dove numbers Start shooting boss at them. It compares to lead. It's a little bit more pricey, but that's just the way it goes. Listen, put your money where your mouth is. 15 million dove a year die from lead poisoning. That's unacceptable. Switch to bismuth. Uh, you'll never go back. I use it. Uh, I use the 3.5 blend whenever I'm out waterfowl hunting, and that is my go-to load. It's a premium load. It's a hot and heavy load. Uh, BossShotShells.com. Bismuth. Can't say enough about it, so you need to go check them out. 
We're also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Mr. Alex Langbell has taken his, uh, his career as a first responder, and he's put all that knowledge into making the field trauma kit. It's got everything that you need. If you've got a hole, it can, it can uh, stop bleeding and keep you warm. Everything in there, it's designed perfect for whatever you might run into out there in the duck or goose blind. Every vehicle needs to have one. Every blind bag needs to have one. Be prepared for the unexpected. He also has the patented quick-release system. Listen, you, you snap Fido in, pull a little cord, and away he goes whenever you're ready for him. But in my opinion, there's no reason that you should not have your dog uh, harnessed in, no matter how highly qualified you think he is. All it takes is one accident, and we're looking at a different morning. Uh, he's got check cords made himself. He's got stainless steel dog bowls. They don't Bacteria does not grow on it, so you don't have to worry as much. Uh, about nasty dog food and water bowls. So check them out. Gun Dog Outdoors and take care of your four-legged hunting buddy. We're also brought to you by Die Bomb Industries. Squad Fest will be here before we know it, July 15th and 16th. We hope to see everybody out there. We'll be up there in St. Louis. Uh, you think it'll be a little bit cooler this year, Jeff? No. The beer's cold. The beer's good. It was a, it was a very, very good time. Second year ought to be even better. Uh, the calling contests were great to, to watch. So <clears throat> come on out. Check them out. July 15th and 16th in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. It'll be a great time. Come shake our hand. We look forward to seeing everybody. And if you're in the market for the best silhouettes on the market, check out Dive Bomb Industries. Be sure to get the bags. It's the best part of Dive Bomb is that they all pack up nice and neat, and I can keep my freaking trailer organized. DiveBombIndustries.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck, maker of the best A-frame that's on the market. Two by four blind, fit four grown men. It's durable it's sturdy it's reliable it holds stubble well uh and their spinners are the best they're waterproof they accidentally take a spill in a lake no big deal shake it off dry the dry the battery off and away you can go again check them out at luckyduck.com no matter what you're looking for they got something for you they got goose flappers that work excellent uh we used them last year towards the end of the year trick those weary speckle bellies into submission so uh, if you're looking for a spinner a flapper a-Frame, Coyote Hunter, they got it all for you. LuckyDuck.com is the way to go. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it is not the duck. The Missouri Boat Ride blend is the best. It's all I can drink now. I have been getting to where uh, Missouri Boat Ride topped with a little bit of high velocity. Really just gets the engine running there, Jeff. So you're shooting whiskey in the morning? High velocity is their blend. High velocity blend. Okay. We'll do a, do a little blending action. I'm, I'm like Starbucks, Jeff. Don't worry about what I've got going on. They're going to be at Squad Fest, so um, be sure, say hello to them. Actually, I think most of our sponsors are going to be there. But anyway, uh, Dirty Duck Coffee shipped straight to your door. You can sign up for their membership, and you don't even have to order. You just sign up for that, tell them how often you want it delivered, and it'll just show up there. But you should get the Missouri Boat Ride. We're also brought to you by the best waders that are on the market, Shin Gear Waders, nylon made, the boot is comfortable, uh, and they've got the best guarantee in the waterfowl world. They will stand behind their product for as long as you stand in them. Customer service is something that is lost in this day and age, but not over there at Shin Gear. Uh, so let's say you're walking, you stick a hole through your boot, send it to them, they'll get it turned around in a reasonable manner, and they'll get them right back out to you. The guys over there are great. I mean, they, they got a hell of a product. It's tough. It's durable. It's breathable. 
and it works. That's the best part is it actually works. You can buy one pair of waders and get through the hunting season. It's not like other companies where you got to buy several sets just to have one. Not at Shin Gear. So check them out, shingear.com. We're also brought to you by the boys up there, Langdon, Missouri, Looking Glass Duck Club podcast, Logan and Rebel. He's up there selling that fertilizer, Jeff. Spreading that cow shit. Spreading that cow shit. They're hilarious to listen to, and they're great guys. Just also. good people, good, do a lot of good things for a lot of people, have a great podcast, funny. Don't listen to it with your kids <clears> in the car. And it's growing. Go to their Patreon account, donate to their Patreon, and uh, you can have access to their entire library. They like the conspiracies, which so do I. So it's a lot of fun to listen to. Check them out, Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. Mr. Brandon Bing has fought the supply chain crisis. Can't get bottles now, but the man has found them, and he's now shipping Bangtail Whiskey. It is a beautiful, beautiful whiskey that I highly recommend everybody should have on their liquor cabinet. Bangtail Whiskey is a traditional corn mash whiskey aged in charred new American oak barrels. You'll find a pleasant aroma of vanilla and spices before galloping into notes of nougat, sweet corn, and a lingering caramel finish. Built on a dream aged 25 years, it is a handcrafted whiskey to create the perfect sip no matter how you drink your whiskey. I prefer uh, whiskey sours. You do you, boo. Pour it over ice, just in a glass, however you want to do it. But Bangtail should definitely be in your liquor cabinet. That's it. Come out to Squad Fest in the middle of July and see me and Andy. And all of our, most of our sponsors. Yeah, most of our sponsors will be out there, and Andy will be there. Thank you very much, and God bless you. But mainly Andy will be there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Cameron and Drew Peters from Fowler Hyde Supply up there in the great, the great city of Lubbock, Texas. Um, they make... Custom lanyard goods for waterfowl hunters. They make lanyards, uh, game straps. They've even got this cool dove strap out. It's got 15 loops. You put a dove in each loop, and then whenever you don't have any loops anymore, you got your limit. So go check them out, FowlerHideSupply.com, or you can look them up on Instagram at FowlerHideSupply. Uh, a lot of cool stuff coming from them. So hope you enjoy it. Here we go. <laughs> Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. Go to see them at Squad Fest, July 17th and 18th. July 15th and 16th. July 15th and 16th. See, I screwed this up already all the time in St. Louis, Missouri. With us, oh, I'm with the world famous Andy Shaver. July 15th and 16th, people. If you go there 17th and 18th, there's going to be an open field with probably empty beer cans and maybe Logan Pyatt was still there. He might be sleeping out there, but that's all that's going to be there. You might see Mikey Soberano's fat ass sitting over there. <clears> he'll, still probably, he'll be there 17 and 18 just yeah. because you said that's when it is. Our good friend, Bangtail Whiskey, Mr. Uh, God dang, I'm Brandon Bing. I'm losing my deal. Have you seen his news? He's got a new uh, video coming out, I think, on Thursday. 
and he's got the North Carolina cloggers on there. I'm telling you right now, Mikey Soberano, that guy is his older brother. Mikey's dad dropped some seed in North Carolina because that guy looks just like Mikey. <laughs> same bad haircut, same bad mustache, the whole thing. And I double-checked because I don't want to look like a dad. Okay. <laughs> All right, with us today, the boys from Fowler Hyde Supply, Drew and Cameron Peters. How y'all doing? Doing good. Glad yes, to sir. be here. Absolutely. And who's excited. the older brother? I am. So, so who, who's the boss of the company? Man, uh, I, I would say I'm the boss. Cameron's the founder. Yep. There you go. I, I don't think know. That's how it goes, Cameron, I'll give you. I'll give you credit. I, I, I would take say the Cam- credit. I'd Cameron's the boss. the boss. Cameron's the founder. He's yep. he's the dude. So he's the boss. Because like, if he y'all is. have to make a critical decision, because I'm sure around here, like me and Tony, we 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 do things delegate out, and now Andy has a third voice on everything. And Which y'all just totally <laughs> fucks things up. Yeah. Like when we pulled in today and saw what was going on out there, it's it's happened in our garage before. It's, so every time. Time. Oh, it's absolutely. like you said, family business. And what, what's bad is like I've not got to prove my point. So <laughs> Exactly. Probably never will. Tomorrow, like I'm gonna bring the tape measure back out and show him again, <laughs> show everybody again the dimensions that we're working with and we're good. I'm telling you, we are good. It'll work. But it can't get it's this way on everything we do. We're building a new studio and we're fixing the, the we're doing two by fours this week and get the frame up and have it done hopefully in about three weeks. But Andy and me are already at odds on some of the things, which is normal. And me and Tony are on the same side. And that never happens. Usually just, me and Tony are on a difference. So we'll, we'll see. When it's all said and done, I hope Andy don't say, I told you so. But I, I'm not wrong often on on meat and potato things like this. Andy. Matter of opinion. Let me tell you something. I'm wrong quite often. When Andy and Tony are partners in the construction business, I about fucked up and dropped that off the deal. And let me tell you what's funny about it is they don't ever buy enough supplies. Not one job have they ever done they had anything extra. Fucking wood's expensive. It is. It so is right now. You're right on? or you? No, 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 no. They're way under oh, always. Yeah, okay. no, yeah, I'm under. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> one make, board short. But we got to make an extra trip to the supply. It's 100 house. fucking dollars to drive this little lumberyard well, now. Like yeah. gas, Nowadays. We were doing construction under Trump, so like it wasn't that bad. Gas mm-hmm. wasn't, but. Would we I'd, fill up at 439 on the way up here? Yeah. I bought gas at Bucky's 469 yesterday. What, what Bucky's? The one in um, right across from Texas Motor Speedway. Yep. There's a, uh, I was getting gas, and there was a black lady pulled up next to me, and she had a Ford Mustang, a Mustang GT, and she's getting gas, and we made eye contact. And she's like, I said, it's depressing, isn't it? She's like, we need fucking Trump backs, her exact words. She goes, this is fucking ridiculous. I go, it sure is. I said, I'm proud to say, I don't know hardly anybody that voted for Biden. And she goes, I'm proud to say I don't either. <laughs> yep. And it's, it's only going to get worse, though. So, but what that's the saying. Democratic base, mm-hmm. and they're losing that. A black mm-hmm. lady. Who didn't even vote for him anyways. Now she's pissed. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody in her family is because you know she gets that rubberneck attitude going and she's madder and shit when she talks to her friends about it. Mm-hmm. And I am too. Mm-hmm. But hundred freaking dollars to fill up your vehicle. You start thinking about trips you make. It's ridiculous. And especially out here for us because we have to go to Abilene, Wichita Falls. If we're real, if we want to get, you know, real nice grocery store, we go to Lubbock. <laughs> but that's it's an hour at the very minimum, no matter What's where What's wrong we with go. Abilene's grocery store? Not love it, Jeff. United, United Market Street in Abilene is very nice. I like to go to the newest HEB in the state. Oh of Texas. yeah, there you go. See, see I'm That's a United a right guy. There. The one, in, the, the one on <coughs> the west, the south side of town. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good. That's a very good United. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if you if you're a single man, you should be hanging out at Target. <laughs> oh. First of all, because oh, there yeah. is some eye candy in Target. Oh yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. And if you see two dudes together, they're dating or married. So <laughs> you don't want to. So you, you, but but that's the best place to go. And then United no. Market Street. Whew, mm-hmm. God invented yoga pants for the United Market Streets, <laughs> not for the fat ass chicks at Walmart. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. 
when I was in Lubbock, I worked at uh, Campus Design, which I guess is right by un- that United right there. I think it is. I was too poor to shop there, but I'd go in and look every once in a while. There were some hotties down there. Mm-hmm. That's like, what, 98? Yep, it's on the south end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the HEB is like 114 or something. I think so, mm-hmm. just about. HEB is a spot. It is. They make fun of me for going to HEB. They're big United Market Street people. I can't bump them for that. Yeah, but I'm all about it. I'm a big HEB guy. Who supports Texas Tech United? Yes, there very much. Go. Yeah, they're so a huge God, supporter. I mean, I supported them, and we just paid them fuckers off the other day, but I still I'm, – I'm not a tech football fan, but I'm everything else. But now I'm a tech football fan because I think Joey Florence is going to do a great job. And I want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, everybody in the United States that makes fun of Texas Tech like I do all the time, the new Art Bryles is at Texas Tech, and I think they'll have a great football team. I really do. And I th- they're number two in recruiting in the nation right now for 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they can crank it up. I mean, they've been getting some big-time names in, so they it's going to be interesting. I yep. saw what, – what did I read you yesterday oh, about how go. great the Red Raiders are? Yeah. <laughs> they, they made it to something in baseball. No. They get beat after Andy tells me about it. Two hours later, well, they're they out of the did. baseball. They did mm. do that. But Shout out to Parker Kelly, Wichita Falls boy. Had a hell of a year this year. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll find it. Texas Tech was the – on, one of The only one in the Big 12 to go to the – NCAA basketball the only tournament, school football in the, tournament. The only school in the Big 12 and one of only 11 schools nationally to qualify for a bowl, the NCAA men's basketball tournament, and the NCAA baseball tournament. So, Raider power. They're doing big things. There it is. They're doing big things. Out there in Lubbock. They got more than just the Raider rash going on out there in Lubbock these days. I'm telling you. That's the truth. Oh, Coach over here, he's nervous as hell. Man, I'll tell you what. (laughs) Boy. Do you not like Lubbock? Do you not like the Red Raiders? No, he's nervous about the Raider rash and Walmart and everything else. I got this new job, man. I ain't going to lie. His heart's pumping, man. You're you're the junior high. I am. But, yeah, we're trying to get back to the high school. It'll happen quick. What about a small school? You know, we've thought about that. So, and there's a lot of schools that have opened up around Lubbock so we got to stay near Lubbock my dad's dementia is really bad so we got to stay close and help help mom out but uh this Cooper my wife's Lubbock Cooper girl and all her family are Cooper that's people. where all the rich kids go right uh correct that's what I thought I hope you married well I'll yeah. help you out. but uh but yeah so we're, we're excited to be there I mean hoping to stay there for a while so, so do you but, but what about getting out because like all the big schools like Abilene and Wichita people are leaving this the big schools and going to the smaller schools around the side yeah and we grew up I guess we were 4A, 5A at the time um, in Frisco. And so I'm kind of used to that. So I do like it. I like the bigger schools. But Lovett Cooper's got that smaller, like it's a big school, but it's got the small town feel. That's because all know. the rich kids can only afford to go there. No, it's ain't. I mean, it's got everybody. It's good diverse. Everybody. Huh? It's diverse. It's the Highland Park of Lubbock. Um, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That's where I would want to coach if I was there. Yeah. But they're not very good in sports, are they? No, they're good. They had a good. They had a good year this year. They went deep in football and uh, made a big run in baseball. Historically, they haven't been very good in football, though, right? Uh, I think that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you catch me lying if I was telling you stats, but they've. Uh, I know my my wife's brother was there, and they made a big run, just like they did this year. Um, but that was in oh six, oh seven. So it's been a little while. Historically, in the seventies, I think Lubbock had some pretty good powerhouse football, high school football teams. They haven't really – have they won a state championship in the last 40 years or anything? No, sir. I, don't I didn't think so. so. They no. used to be real, Monterey used to be really good in baseball. Mm. Real yes. good. And they still they may be. I don't know. Yeah. But they used to Always be a powerhouse good. in baseball. Always but good. in the 70s, they would come to Wichita and play when I was a kid. We'd go to the games. They were pretty big. But since then, the, Lubbock has not had – but they've had some hellacious football players come out of there. We've had – I mean, we had a – I mean, when I was at Monterey, we've had some receivers. We had uh, Xavier White who went to Tech. 
Um, he was a heck of a player. Um, and there's been a lot of kids gone to a little bit smaller schools. They Zebby, do well. Zebby Lethridge was there. He went to Tech and was a starting quarterback. Yeah. Brian Jones was All-American, hmm. went to UCLA, then he went to Texas, and now he's a big liberal pundit on college football. Mm-hmm. Also. Mm-hmm. Coronado pushes out some good players. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, all the schools are going to push school out has, kids for yeah. sure. South Oak, Cliff, South Oak Cliff dominates Lovett Cooper. This was in 2021 in the state semifinals. Well, good for them. That semifinals, was, that's a good year. That was their, their last year. Yeah. yeah. That was a this, good year. this past season. Yeah, that yeah. was the season. Yeah. Oak they, Cliff they, they won they put, it, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had, had a good they team. They had some players. Lovett and that was the first time a Dallas team has won state mm-hmm. in years. That was awesome, mm-hmm. yeah. South Oak Cliff was 14-1. and one. Lovett was 13-2 and two at the time. So, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pirates had a good year. I mean, they had a good year. You said your, your dad has dementia? Yes, sir. How long has that been? Cam, what do you say about – Five or six years yeah, five that we've or been six years. battling, but now it's 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 ramped up pretty good. His mobility's really really struggling, um, but that's kind of been the thing with with Fowler. You know, we've been able to work in the garage all together, so he sits out there with us and enjoys it and hangs out. So your dad's very blessed to have sons like y'all. I appreciate it. He's a good man. I mean, he taught us everything we know. That's good. Yep. There's a TikTok channel, and that their dad has dementia. He just goes through the the good days and the mm-hmm. bad. Like I guess they sold his house like years ago, and he's like, "Where's my house?" And yeah. It's just it's, he it's he tough. has his good days and bad days, but right now we're we haven't got really to the bad. Yeah, part and I mean, it. It definitely it makes you you know be be thankful for the good days, mm-hmm. you know, and, and take advantage of them because you know you don't have that many left. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's like with Ron, when Ron got sick, Jeff's dad he wanted to be in that office right there, and yep. we were doing a pot. We would do, we would do podcasts in that corner at the time, but he'd sit at that long table over there and just. Just listen. Hang out. Watch. Mm. Just hang out. He <laughs> fell asleep one time. He got he got mad, but before he got really really sick, it, it was just he was hard headed. He wouldn't do nothing you'd, he was supposed to do or anything. But he he would he started staying at the lodge. Well, he didn't want to go to a room. He wanted to stay in the office all the time. And he'd get mad when I'd come out here to go to work. He'd get all mad and help. Yes, you're gonna come to work. And he'd go off and go to town. And one time I caught him. He's out in the truck, sitting in his truck, listening. Go. What are you doing? Well, what are you doing? I said, I'm fixing to go home. Okay. So as I drive, he he's goes, ready to go. The office and watch, turns the recliner on and watch TV. Yep. But, it got to where Jeff was like a burden to him. Yes. Ron would go to town, have coffee with the old folks who have, I don't think there's any of them left. I now. think they're all dead now. And like he turned that corner to go into the office and see Jeff still be. He's like, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you, don't you have somewhere to go today? Yeah, I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here, here. Here. You know, during hunting season, it went like that way, but in the off season, a lot of times it's not, you know, we've got a full-time guy that works here besides me, Andy, and Tony. So there's someone here a lot of times, but there's if they're having, they got a construction job, they're doing something, there's days I'm here by myself, you know. Mm-hmm. I get a lot done going to close my office, just me and Ollie here. Well, Dad, it'd just wear him out if I'd come out here. He liked it about here, nobody here, but just him. Because yep. he couldn't hear. So he'd crank the TV up, and then he'd watch Andy Griffith or his old westerns and – Jeff goes in there. He's like, "God damn it, Dad! I told you, turn the fucking TV. I can't hear. I can't work. I can't call people back. I'm going. I'll home. just, I'll just leave. Yeah. If I'm being such a burden to you, I'll just leave. Yeah, played that, what, played that card a lot. Yeah, that's what we do. We just go to the garage, work. He sits in the chair, turn on the TV, and he just hangs out there with us. So it's good for the time being. Yeah. I'm gonna it's tell you good. what. It's a lot of blessings. I, I look back now at the time my dad drove me crazy. I'd give anything, anything. Mm-hmm. For me to get a bitch at him one more time about turning my TV off just so I could talk to him again. Yep. Because you don't realize how many things you talk about or do or just interaction until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And your, your dad's your dad's very, very, very blessed that he's got you boys around. Uh, and so, um, we're blessed to have him there. I know it's kind of like you said. You, you know it's not going to last forever, so yeah. enjoy it while you can. Steve Barber used to tell me all the time I'd bitch to him about dad. What's your dad doing? I'm driving me nuts. He'd say, mm-hmm. he's the only one you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's gone. You don't get them anymore. And you, mm-hmm. you don't realize it until then. Absolutely. We live on a pretty... 
you know, life's pretty precious and you don't realize it. Yeah, until it's too late. And, yep. I just, I'm watching, going through, uh, one of our listeners, his daughter was in a bad accident this weekend and I've been following it up and it's a, just, man, you just, you know, just, you take for granted so many things mm-hmm. and old age is, is one of them that, you know, it's, it's all the same, but when, when time's end, it's ended, so yeah. you better live while you can. Mm-hmm. So, Fowler Hyde, you guys are in the leather business. Yes, sir. Now, sure Frisco, Texas is not a place that I would think of someone being in the leather business. No. Uh, well, when, when we grew up in Frisco, I mean, we, we lived there our whole life growing up, and it wasn't what it is today. And how old and are you? I'm 27. Well, you're not that freaking old. Well, I know, but growing up 2000 in Frisco, it's oh. not what it is today. Well, 1953 in Frisco, I understand. <laughs> it probably wasn't nothing out there. there well, I, I lived in Dallas in 87 or 88, mm-hmm. and there was nothing there. Yeah. Where the uh, where EDS is? Yeah. That was in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was probably, Preston Road was a two-way road. Um, going yeah, it's through. not no more? Uh, no, not no more. I think it's an <laughs> yeah. eight-way. Eight I don't even know now, but... Uh, growing up there, we were kind of into the outdoors, um, going more north, Prosper Salina area. And then once we moved up here, we really got into it. Uh, I was coaching and teaching in Plainview, like I was talking about. Had a te- or one of my students teach me how to work on leather. So I started making uh, me and Drew duck straps, um, totes, call lanyards. And then once I moved to Lubbock uh, to help take care of my dad, I really got into it. And that's when I was like, well, I'm just going to go full time with it. Um, Did really you? Because there's a sewing aspect also to this. Yeah, there's... Um, I was watching one of y'all's videos. Yeah, it's so it's his wife Taylor stitches pretty much all our lanyards. Uh-huh. Her, her, my mom, uh, we have another girl, Megan, and it's hand stitched every single lanyard. So it does take a while. I mean, it takes at least like an hour or something to stitch each one, depending how fast they can go. Um, so it's it's a process for sure. Now, what does that is is that on camera where they can see that, Andy? Yeah. What what is that? What's that run right there? These right now are one twenty five. And that's a leather lanyard with enough for what four duck calls. You can you can do four and dog whistle on the bottom, um, whatever you want to put on your single, and then we comes with a chapstick cat, or you can buy a chapstick caddy if you guys are into that kind of thing. Okay, now I've been in the hunting business for more than I've been more than half of my life. It's a new thing. That's what I was asking. What the yeah. fuck is a chapstick? Caddy? Chaps, do you, you ever chapstick? use chapstick when you're calling out there? Especially as a guy, your lips your lips get all types of cracked up. You know, and that's that was exactly our reaction yeah. at first. We thought we kind of made it you as a joke. Tampon also. We kind of made it as a joke at first, and then like when we we're at everybody ducks, wants everybody it. wants it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wanted it. I was like, well, a chapstick holder, <laughs> right there. You just yeah. slap it on. You got them kissing lips when you get home, and. But uh, it, it, Tim Grounds is laughing his ass off right now from up above looking down. He's like, Tim Grounds, yeah, he is. <laughs> it sells well. Like at first it was a joke, but now it's selling. Chance Bass wears one, I think. Yep. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I love Chance's little fat ass to death, but I'll be making fun of him too. Who else wears one? Chapstick holder. I'm not saying people. Like, I just never in my life have thought about a chapstick holder on a duck bill. And, neither we, and we just made it as a joke. Like we were like, well, let's yeah, hang one on a lanyard, yeah. and they started selling. We're like, crap, Everybody we started it. selling these. So they sell well, but marketing um, is what that is. That's marketing <laughs> keywords. <laughs> what but, about? I like Carmex better than chapstick, though. You can throw Carmex in there, whatever you want in there, except for those little ball ones, those weird that's shaped what, ones. They got to be the same. That's what Carmex size. used to come in. Carmex actually comes oh, in. Oh, the little now. tin. Yeah, they come in a tube now. Carmex. I think so. Do they? I don't. I no. use uh, chapstick, the blue kind. That's the only. That's all I put on my lips. The natural one. 
all natural. I don't know what it is. Yeah, whatever the skiers <laughs> your cherry, use. Your cherry chapstick will fit right in your neck. Oh, it, it will. <laughs> you got to go flavored. Yeah. Got to go flavored. Chapstick. I never. I didn't, I didn't know Pay who Dan and, now, like I did not who know who Dan and Shay were until this weekend, and I did not know what about chapstick and duck hunters. Yeah, you got me on Dan and Shay. Oh, trust me. I went to Kenny I, Chesney. They, yeah. they sang. They, they sang before them. An hour of that sh- gay shit is what it was like. I'm telling you right now. I don't know what Dan and Shay is. Can I say gay in front of you? Okay, I just want to make sure. That's a band. They've got some song called Tequila. they got some songs that I'd actually had heard. Michelle goes, you're going to know some of these songs. There's no way in hell I know this kid's bop <laughs> singers. This one guy looked like, like the caveman with the long hair with the spritz in it, the soul glow, oh, if you've ever gosh. seen Coming to America. Yep. But they had eight. They've won three Grammys. They've been around since 2014. I never heard of them, and they, they sang before Kenny Chesney. Hmm. And I they like were terrible. Tequila. Tequila's a good song. You didn't like Tequila? Um, not really. I like Old Dominion. Old Pee Wee Herman tequila. I like Old Dominion was really good. The guy that looks like, uh, what's the dude's name in the NFL that we saw in that movie the other day that you said that was Al Pacino. That one guy he looks, looks like, like Al Pacino. looks like a young NFL? Al Pacino, the guy that's the lead singer for Old Dominion. Yeah. He, the, the guy's got a damn good voice. You say NFL? Yeah, yeah. What were you talking about? Oh, he was in the movie about the NFL where they, uh, the draft day show or what, what any, given any given Sunday, Sunday yes was Al Pacino's oh, in yeah, it yeah. I was supposed <laughs> to get Al Pacino from that yeah you were but you didn't so anyways <laughs> like worried about our Godfathers team, our, our friendship or something anyways <laughs> Tony, Tony Montana the guy looked like Tony Montana that was singing up there for, but he's good the old Dominion guy's really yeah. good but Kenny Chesney great show he's, Kenny's always good well he puts on a yeah. 55 years old that fucker's and he can get it 10 years and that's it tops yeah. he can't go much longer at the rate he goes he yeah. was a huffing and a puffing and out of breath he's yes. struggling but, but he, the, boy, it he's was also good. the first one since COVID no 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 he played in Green Bay two weeks ago the first tour well he he's not in tour shape. shape he's not in tour shape played uh, 28 he, songs yeah that's, that's what they said he puts on a show from time he got on stage till the end of the deal he sang mm-hmm. and I Jimmy Buffett does the same thing but Jimmy Buffett has some other people go in but mm. I mean, there's not a lot of people that's going to fill 100,000 uh, seats like he can. Do you ever go to the Jimmy Buffett concerts in yeah. Frisco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just go Those a lot to huge. Pizza yeah. Hut Park. Mm-hmm. You pizza Hut Park. You couldn't. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, I don't know if Jimmy Buffett could sell out Jerry's World. No. It'd be close. I don't know. The party with so. that stadium is unreal. Well, what's Frisco, though? It only holds 30,000 people, maybe. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, there, it's was not 80, there was 80 to 100,000 people there. Jeez. Wow. You it's think that concert. many people? It was packed. I'm telling you, they have a they have four fifths of the stadium is is done, and the whole bottom floor was covered with people. I'm a bit. Golly. I bet there was eighty thousand people in there. Seriously, because it holds one hundred and ten thousand at capacity. I think the only person that almost sell it out at a concert would have been George Strait when that, he played there. He would be one somebody, yeah. and that Garth Brooks can't stand that some bitch, but he's got <laughs> people come out and go to see him. He's got a following. He's a freaking sellout. He mm-hmm. he does have. A, he's a great entertainer. <laughs> Ollie Hush. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Fowler Hyde now. We got off on our music tangent here. You got off on the chapstick <laughs> tangent yeah. and, and somehow drug Al Pacino into it. Well, he probably wears chapstick, too. He probably does. I wear he chapstick. Huh? I wear chapstick. Yeah, so does Katy Perry. She kissed a girl, so good for her. Okay. Yeah. Did you know what that is about? About her kissed a girl? What the cherry chapstick is. Well, yeah, I'm sure I do. This probably has to do with the clitoris region. It's the one. Yeah. <laughs> That's our probably not allowed to say there any junior high coach, but. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you have any questions, you will find it. You can learn some stuff from junior high kids. Oh, no oh, doubt. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They know so much. Yeah. You're yeah, that's quick. the scary thing. The internet, man, they just, they, they learn too quick. They do. Yeah. And I can remember when I student taught, you're like, how the hell do you know that? Mm-hmm. And then that was just at the same time when Instagram was coming on and then they'd want to follow you. And you're like, mm, you know, this no, is you're weird. weird. Yeah. yeah, this is weird. You're going to get me fired. <laughs> yeah. Kids today are screwed, though. There's no fun. No. There's no adventure on dating or anything like that Nothing. at all. 
I mean, you're not you're not on a good date until you get told a, no three yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Well, I think too, like when we were kids, riding bikes and staying out, you know, and swimming and doing like they just they don't get to do that anymore. Yeah. They don't do it anymore. They're just, yeah. just playing Even video games and stuff America. like that. Yeah. Not not like small town Frisco, but like small town Knox <laughs> City, a true small town. You don't see kids riding bikes no more and stuff mm-hmm. playing outside. I've seen more of it this year because only because I've been looking. But they ride their bike to the pool, which thankfully they still go to it. It's thanks free. To, thanks to oh, Stanfield yeah. Hunting Outfitters and it some other businesses in town. There we go. Donated. It is totally free to anybody that wants to go. So anybody in the United States, Cleveland, Chicago, wherever, come on down, Knox City, and go free. The pool is free. That's awesome. The pool is totally free. So there's no sense in kids not to use it. But I guarantee you, so the pool's been open a week. We'll see what it's like. This mid- first year? Uh, no, they, no, 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 no. This, they get local businesses. Oh, this you. is the third year. Third year. They, you know, but this local pool season, yep. it's been open a week. We'll see, and it, I drop. I have to drive past it to get home, and it's been full. We'll see what it's like in a month. I don't I'd know if kids are like free pool all the time. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. I'd stay at a pool. But it's been Order. packed. But we'll see what it's like in a month if kids are just using it now, just because summer's here, and oh, we'll see. We'll see if it stands the test of time. But they just, I mean, there's inside's too much fun. Yep. Yeah. They want to stay playing games yeah. or on their phone or sleeping or whatever. Todd out we, there. Mm-hmm. Video games have, have killed our society. It's ruined it. Yeah, our kids are. They're just. It's almost an addiction. You know, they can't get off it. They they're, get. They're not. They're not acclimated to the heat either. Do you notice mm-hmm. that the first day of two days mm-hmm. this year? Those kids ain't been outside all fucking year, some of them. Especially our ones who, you know, if we don't see them all summer, it takes yeah. them forever to get back into it, you know. But then, it, but then it, the, the problem is, is then it becomes too hard to get back in shape and they don't want to do it anymore, right. you know. When I was in high school in the mid-'80s, when you went to two-a-days, mm-hmm. the poor kids were all in shape because every one of them worked, and nobody had an inside job. I mean, everybody had a job, whether it was helping somebody in construction, roofing houses, digging holes. You worked outside. Mm. Nowadays... None of the kids, poor kids, none of them, they don't have jobs. Mm-mm. High school kids in Knox City don't work hardly at all. And, the, and, the, and, and it's not because it's just the kids' fault, because kids will ask us for jobs. I'm like, we don't, we're, we're covered. We, for you. we yeah. don't have much to do anymore. I had a high school kid that worked for a couple of years, and we might need one part-time this year, but you used to have high school kids, but it's hard to find one that wants to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ones you do, it's crazy. The ones you do see working, I was in Walmart yesterday and saw it, and I just got ticked off. They got their earbuds in and they're on their yeah. phone the whole time. I'm like, you ain't even working. I can't believe I can't even get your help. You do that. Exactly. Mm. I mean, growing, I would have never thought to be on my phone when I'm working. You go to Walmart in Puerto Rico and you want to find some people working. Every cash yeah. register is open with someone there. It's not a, it's not, it's not a robot. No, there was 29. I counted them. I think 29 and 27 of them were people. And there was That's, two people in line at each one. It wasn't like all the way back to the back of the deal. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Can we help get you? Get them in and out. But you, you have to sack your own groceries, which is typical. Yeah. But they don't provide sacks. Oh, you got to bring, you your, own bring your own bags? He's got the sacks there, and I'm like, uh, do you have any sacks? How many, do you, how many do you want to buy? <laughs> yeah. And boy, you got, they're heavy-duty sacks. They're yeah. good sacks yeah. for 10 cents. Like, hell yeah. Just reuse them. He looked at it. I go, I'm at least need 10. He goes, I think that's probably going to be a 20 job. He knows. But when I was in high school, I worked for my grandfather farming. Mm-hmm. So we'd you plant, and then in July, you have to move water, which is those big-ass uh, those big ass, uh, aluminum uh, pipes, yep. irrigation right. pipes. Yep. So that's what I did all of July. Well, two day drills around in August, and now you're feeling good. Fuck. Yeah. Heat's no problem. Absolutely. I think there's some days you actually worked after two days, even went back to work. Only in an emergency, Jeff. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not falling. Does anybody need a water? Tony's got some water back there. If anybody needs a drink. Um, yes, sir. But yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not signing up for that shit. Appreciate but you. When that's I got to high school, they changed yeah, a lot of them. 
they changed a lot of the rules to where it you could only do like a two it was two two hour practices. So right. like I'd practice I think when Hutch it was seven to nine and then like ten ten to noon. Right, yeah, and, and now it's you know even when we were young it was you can go two days back to back to back. Right. But now yes, it's yeah, two yeah, a day, right. one a day, two that a day. That was our and, schedule. Right. Right. Every day. And even the two a day is a full practice and then a lot of times just a walkthrough or something like that. Right. So it's it's changed quite a bit. Well, somebody was saying if you go full pads, like you got to have the next two days or, or something like that. Right, One yeah. day, like no pads at all. Yeah, I think, and in, in not exact on that, but it's typically like you can't go back to back, like fully equipped. But right. yeah, there's a lot of, the rules have changed quite a bit. It's crazy how many rules there are now. Oh, it's wild. This, this, just for a tidbit for everybody that knows this, <clears throat> Andy's coach, Coach mm-hmm. Hutch, and Drew's yes, sir. boss, or was boss, was the same guy, Coach Wayne Hutchinson, who won a couple state championships in Stanford, was James Washington's coach. Andy was also – it was Andy's coach. Right. Great yeah. guy. Oh, great, guy. great, great He's person. He's the best. Yes, sir. We miss him quite a bit. But he was – I mean, he was my first uh, coach to ever give me a job, so he obviously holds a special place in my heart. But he retired this, uh, this semester – and uh, I believe they moved back to Stanford. Mm-hmm. They got yes. their house, and I'm sure he's out just tearing up the crappie. And I think he's doing a lot of fishing. Right oh, now, yeah, absolutely. Mitch told me. Yeah, fishing um, and golf. You, uh, It's funny because he called me about three or four years ago when you first went to work for him. Really? And you was wanting to buy some decoys. And and goose yes. decoys. Wayne, he calls yep. me up. He goes, hey, uh, I you got to help me out here. I go, okay. He said, I got this guy who works for me, his kid, and he's about to buy some goose decoys. I think he may be getting screwed. He said, I don't know. I, thought he, I told him you'd know what was going on here. And you know what I got? Like, I didn't know what I was talking about. This young man's like, hey, I don't know who the fuck you are. You know, like, <laughs> no, you say just a lot of money because I listened to you because it was, I mean, it was going to be quite a bit of money. Um, and he said, hey, my buddy, he said, don't do it. He said, that's a waste of money. And thank goodness we didn't because that was going to definitely We've learned be a lot a from that day. Now we run your dive bombs and yeah. we're saving a lot of money in space. Oh, no doubt. What to it? Dive bombs make a big difference. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're a lot cheaper and you can go a lot further. And with them. You, yeah. the space is crazy because I think those were full bodies and we hardly even. Run yeah, full we bodies didn't have a trailer this. or anything. That was going to be yeah. quite. If you the guys end. are in the market for some full bodies, we got some. We'll say yeah, we got a whole bunch <laughs> left over. <laughs> we don't have no space for them. Yeah, that's the thing of it. Like it takes an entire grain silo for yeah. the deep for the we full body. The full, 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 full of them. For the full bodies that we do have, and we don't have a lot. Like I mean, we we could do a spread if we needed to, but like. It's an entire grain silo. Whereas the dive bombs, we just put them. We cleaned up. We swept out our trailer, blew them out, and then we just threw everything back in. Like we're like we, you could hook up to a trailer tomorrow and run a mm-hmm. hunt out of it. Mm-hmm. It's so, easy, super easy. It's easy, game changer. But I I like it for sure. Okay, so Fowler hide. We're gonna go back to the Fowler hide and we'll get sidetracked again. You've got the lip gloss holder. We got the lip gloss. <laughs> you've got you've got something that I thought was really it's two things that I've seen interesting is the turkey. Mm-hmm. The strap for turkeys, which makes a lot of sense to me. And up until then, I'd never seen anybody have them. I'm sure some other people did have them. Did the Pacific guys have one when they, they came? Yes. They had yeah. one? Yes. I think, I think it made the video. And the dove strap. Oh, yeah. that's So the dove strap, when we first started the dove strap, that was kind of, we weren't too sure on it. We just wanted a little I something think for dove. A, I think it's cool. But in it, at the end of the day, we started thinking about it and hearing uh, feedback from customers. And, I mean, it's a huge seller. It's our top seller. Because of the limits, too. Mm-hmm. You and lose count. Yep. If you got a loop there, you can shoot another dove. Mm-hmm. You put it on. If you got an open <laughs> loop, you got another dove, and you just hang right. it on the fence. Keep them. I mean, in Lubbock, or we hunt in Crest, just north of Lubbock, and uh, we're putting our birds on the ground. They're just covered in ants. Yes. At the end of the day, oh, so I'm yeah. like, man, this is annoying. But now you just hang it on a fence or on your belt. Put your dove through feet, head, however you want to do it. If the head's still on it, and then on, you're set. I'll, I'll find it. 
that, that is a but that is a really good deal, and I'd never seen that until then either. Mm-hmm. Dove hunting has become really huge in the last ten to fifteen oh, years. Yeah. It used to be a social deal, opening weekend of dove season, people would dove hunt. Maybe a few the second weekend, then you wouldn't mm-hmm. see anything. Yeah, we run dove hunts clear through the middle of yeah. October. I think Corporate for groups, people wanting to figure out if they want to get into hunting or not, they'll come test out dove because they know it's not too much work. More people dove hunt than anything yeah. else. There'll be yeah. more dove. There'll be more hunters in Texas opening day of dove season than any time all year long. Mm-hmm. And I think it's simple. There's not a lot of equipment needed. Yep. Licenses, shotgun, and, and get after it. The, the biggest changes I've seen in dove season is the amount of people that do it, on the, especially in the corporate events. I mean, it's a cheap. You can come out here and bring 20 people for a couple of days and spend $8,000. Well, you can't take 20 people to a golf course and do that. No. You can stay two nights and feed mm-hmm. them and stuff. No. Second thing is is the amount of decoys and stuff people use now. We have people show up with fucking spreads. I mean, oh, just like mojos? The, the big trees. Oh, mm-hmm. I have everything. I've yeah. had, I had a guy in a trailer one time that built a blind because his – grandson or someone was allergic to fire ants so he wanted to keep him up so he wouldn't get like everybody oh, yeah. fire and <laughs> we don't even have that many fire ants here but he I showed up in a trailer and it looked like freaking it's a, a portable island of trees he had a hundred <laughs> dove hooked up on him and pulled these wires up Jeez. and shit i'm thinking this somebody's got to say you know just let there. everybody if they want to set them the audience yeah. do it set what you want we, we've gone by fields before and i've seen 15 different spreads in the same field this guy's got 12 this guy's got 36 he's got 58 <laughs> I, I think, think what we'll are we, just two mojos? Yeah, and I think we'll just get, two we'll mojos. Oh, and I, yeah, I've got guys got. that, I've seen a guy, one group last year, we did a contest a couple years ago. I think guy had 18 spinners, one group. Golly. I mean, but they go to, they go, you can buy those Lucky Duck yeah. spinners at Academy for 50 bucks. The little mm-hmm. butt ones? No, those work good, though, for that, though. The, yeah. No, the just the regular flicker flockers. The flicker flocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, are, those ain't Lucky Ducks, are they? No, those are mojos. Okay, we don't the talk about that. flicker. We don't talk about them. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're lucky duck guys. Oh, I got but, you. Um, they're, they're cheap and inexpensive. And they work for teal. Mm-hmm. And yes. they work for yeah. teal. Yeah. We have used them. And I think a lot of people are just like, ah, fuck it. It's 20 bucks or however much it is. 50 yeah. bucks. If it breaks, it breaks. Yep. Yeah. So, it's not much. And then they just uh, they double down the next year. And then before you know it, you got half a dozen dove decoys. So, I really like that. Let me see that. that, that yeah. That's pretty cool. Check it out. So it's got, and you got your limit on there. So you just dove in and slide that knot slide down, down and yeah, on the feet and hang it up. When you got no more knots, you're you're, you're, you're down. You got your limit. The yep. one smart ass that's listening to this, well, I'll shoot Eurasian dove off. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. put them on a different strap. <laughs> yeah, put yeah. A, it'll fit. Order two. I mean, it'll fit yeah. a couple birds on yeah, each, of course, each yeah. hole, but yeah. but, but you know, just to make it simple, it does make it yeah. simple. Do you have many Eurasians out here? We at times we do. We sometimes some. yeah. we don't advertise it just because the time that the guy buys the hunt. They're that gone. Wanted the Eurasian, they wouldn't be here. So, yeah. I, it's not something I push. And like another problem is, is that guys want to go shoot the Eurasians, and then they go, well, "We can shoot all the Eurasians we want." Yeah, knock yourself out. Go get it. But it's 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 also like they just they, fifteen birds is not enough. Mm-hmm. We need to kill fourteen or, or fourteen extra Eurasians or something. I mean, and if you want to sit out there and go ahead and knock yourself, out, I don't care. But it's, the limit's fifteen birds, right? Yep. Exactly, and and then they just it's just a pain in the ass sometimes. It's I wish the Eurasians they would just put them in the fifteen bird limit and just do fifteen mm-hmm. dove. And every game warden in the state's the same fucking way. I bet mm-hmm. you. We're doing a. Uh, I say we Drew's not going. Maybe next time we're going to uh, Argentina oh. do a little dove hunt in Argentina this oh, year. Really? So that'll be an interesting when little are y'all trip. Doing that in March. That will be yeah. a really good time. I've seen. Some, I've got some friends of mine that go. A lot of them go to. Uh, go to Argentina. Where do they go? To? Uh, Bolivia now. Yeah, that's where they go. But uh, what's your what's your what's your budget for your ammo bill? 
Ah, uh, so. Oh yeah, get this. I had a a great. This is a freebie. <laughs> a great guy that helped me out with this trip. Who's going to take me on this trip? So I don't know what uh, the budget is on the on See, the bill. You're the, not the paying plane for nothing, ticket. Though. The plane ticket. I got the plane ticket. Was that twelve hundred dollars? It was seventeen. Woo. Yep. Are you flying seven seventy seven? Ah, uh, yes, we are. Let, let and I'm on the back something. seat. Okay, let me tell you something. There ain't Cheapest no difference one. between being in that fucking airplane and it is the Southwest Airlines. Andy talks his shit all the time about it's just so great. Yeah, if your ass is paying twenty five hundred for first class, mm-hmm. but if you're sitting the peasant section in the back, I walked from the front of that plane past all them rich bastards to the Jeff Stanfield section, which was in the very, very back of that plane. Row thirty. And That's I kept getting the seats kept getting smaller and smaller. No, they front. didn't. Yes, they did. There was first class, which is like what you see in like like the fancy movies. That was, we didn't see first class. That was business class that we saw. No. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes, I'm it was. Snatch the shit out of you. <laughs> it was not first class. That it was, was business class. First class, Jeff. I'm in the peasant section. We were in the peasant section, but it was like the seats where you could lay down and all that stuff. In the business first class area. And then there was a first class, first class. In front and of then it. there was business, see. which was wider <laughs> seats and, le- and premium leather. Mm-hmm. And then it got down to like us. We're at, we're sitting on fucking coals and had springs in our ass from the fucking fire. <laughs> and they sent you five seats for three. Yep. But there's a TV in the headrest, so you, you don't have to watch it on your little phone anymore. I've flown a lot of flights with that, regardless of <laughs> when. I've flown many times. I flew to Boston this year twice, going and coming. Both times I had TV in front of me screen. Same seat. Unlimited movies. Yeah. Did you watch House of Gucci on it? No, but that was a really good show. Though. That was a good movie? Yeah, it was yes. really good. I was impressed by Y'all it. Y'all seen the new Top Gun? No. No. Haven't seen I have that. Not. I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. Oof. And I'm not I going to, I'm not supporting Hollywood, so I'll probably wait till it comes on deal. I got I do you. want to see Downton Abbey, the new one, because yeah. I'm into that, that chick flick shit. Me and my wife love that series. <laughs> Downton um, Abbey? Anyways, we kept going to the back of the plane. You probably need plane. a chapstick caddy if you're into that. <laughs> no, no shit, Jerry. <laughs> but I kept walking until the fucking plane got just big enough my shoulders to get in. That's where, me, that's where I sat at. And Andy's like, oh, there's so much room in here. No, it's not either. There there's 500 of us fucking assholes sitting here like sardines in a can. There's no difference. We flew back, and we had to go to Miami, and then from Miami to Dallas, and we flew just on a regular 737. I had perfect. more room on that son bitch than no, I did the big one. Yes, I did. No, you did not. Yes, yeah. I did you're, because your son sitting next to me and your wife. I had plenty of room. You're lying. Andy thought he got fucking uh, monkey pox over there. <laughs> I did. I got I got really sick this last week, and I'm just I got over. I started feeling better on Saturday. Yesterday I felt really good. Today I feel pretty good. But Andy blamed it on sitting by some Oriental. I had to Can sit you next say to Oriental. I had to sit next to some Chinese people. Chinese is okay. Oriental's not good. No, they don't I got like chastised. I don't understand the rules no more. You're a junior There's high teacher. We know you can't tell us. There's a lot yeah, of I don't rules. Know. <laughs> I'm out on this one. I, mean, I don't know these rules. Do you know these rules? I don't this? know any rules. You know? I just go with the flow. Can we call know. them Pacific Asians or something? Or Asian I, Pacifics? I don't know. Anyway, There's a game at the casino called Rich Asians, so I'm assuming Asians is an okay word. It's probably word, all right. Man. Yeah, because every time I thought, what's well, fucking racist? <laughs> imagine, imagine a game called Poor White People and have a bunch of rednecks on there. On the back of a 737 coming yeah. back from fucking 777. The, back, the 777 was... Remarkable. You'll love it. Trust me. Uh, it, it'll like be Jeff. a fun 10-hour drive. If you Fly. sit in the business first class, it's nice. It really would be. The back in the back by the shitter where you're at? That's me. Not so much. I know. It'll, it'll be rough. So you have a they have a bill for ammo? That's how it works? Oh, yeah. You yeah, buy they all got a the, bill for everything. Yeah, and they, they're not cheap either. They're not giving you fucking Walmart shells. Mm-mm. You're paying. You're paying for boss shells and probably not getting to shoot boss ammo. I want to say it was like at 2000 Ooh, just the shells? Just the shells. I want, I'd have to look at it again, but it was up there. And they, uh, it was up there. 
I don't know how much. Good I'm thing you're not paying. Yeah. I don't know how much See I'm what? shooting on this trip, buddy. <laughs> so what? What did, did did you give this guy a kidney or something? No, he. Uh, we've hunted with him growing up, and. Uh, he need to adopt a 55-year-old fat white boy. <laughs> I mean, he's to adopt me. He's just a really good guy. Really if nice I guy. had lots and lots and lots of money, I would be the same way to people. Yep. I don't and know if I'd take him to fucking Argentina, but I would do a lot. Of, I mean, you think about these guys that got 50 to $100 million. Make your friends happy and everybody else. So one of my friends that's got 50 to $100 million, I've got a couple of you, adopt my fat ass. Yep, have me. Well, y'all did the I'll, pool, right? Out here at the, the city pool? Well, yeah, yeah. I adopted some kids to swim for a couple of days. <laughs> I, guess. I ain't buying them ammo. I'll pay. And you I wasn't someday. even the big spender on that deal. I mean, Penman's in town gave a whole lot more money uh, than I did. Gotcha. I yeah. think on, on the list, you know, it's got sub- sponsored by Penman's Propane. Way up big, big letters. Yeah, the very bottom, bottom big honker pockets. <laughs> With a little asterisk, yeah. like we barely, <laughs> like, uh, we barely helped. crept in there. I, I gave yeah. money for the fireworks display we're having July third. I. I Small, I'm going to tell you right now, if you've got a small town, a small business in your town, leave them fuckers alone. They get hit on everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, small town's worse than a big town, I think, for as a small business. Because there's a limited number of you. Mm-hmm. And everybody just thinks small businesses have millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need yep. new ballerina shoes. Let's ask the small businesses. Yeah, well, yeah we're going to learn that about... Uh, handing out T-shirts and hats. Oh, yeah, man, they'll, they'll you got to figure yeah. out like how. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'm sorry. We hit, yeah, we hit our limit. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a guy that opened up a uh, got in the waterfowl business, like one of about 470 new ones that are in Lubbock this year. I get. Oh, they're everywhere. I get oh. People it's like ridiculous. my Facebook page. I've got me an outfitter. I mean, who the fuck you are? It's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, but the books <clears> are open. Anyways, this guy tells me he goes, "How, how do I get business?" I said, "You got to." You got to give business to get business. When you first get in that business, I said, give a hunt away for two people, and then they'll bring two or three other people with you, and you'll get some paying customers. It's better than having nobody on them dates. I talked this kid into giving away six hunts at Cabela's at a hunting show 20 years ago, and he just kept doing it. Kept doing it. His first year, all he did was done free hunts, probably. <coughs> How does that make you feel, Jeff? He's probably not even in business anymore. Well, I was a younger asshole then, but I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was really funny. It's it's crazy how many outfitters are out there now. Oh, it's I see a new one every day so I never saturated. heard of. And what it is mainly is a bunch of those tech students that just want to go out there and hunt, and, and I, they're not going to find any land. It's all leased already by the right. big timers. Well, so. they're listening to you because I looked at our numbers today. Yeah. In Lubbock, Texas, we had our fourth most downloads. It was Chicago, Illinois, which shocks the shit out of hmm. me. Dallas, Fort Worth, Louisville, Kentucky, and Lubbock were our top four this morning, today. Nice. In Lubbock, that, but so, so there's a bunch of people in Lubbock listening to the podcast, well, and it has to be guys in the waterfowl business. It, out there. 100%. I would imagine, yeah. You well, know. they better get out there and get some land if they need some uh, people to take on a free hunt. That's good wasn't from Lubbock. We're there. <laughs> but I see them all. I mean, they're just every day it pops up a new one. I'm like, who the hell is these guys? Mm-hmm. And you look, and they're selling hunts. Yep. Books, books are open. Yep. My books have never been closed. If you want to book a hunt for 2036, call me. Yep, we'll get, we'll you, get you penciled in. We, we will book that. Yep. I was going to tell a funny story about Andy. I don't know if we've ever told this because it reminds me of Coach Hutch. Because Coach mm. Hutch came up to me right after this happened. I'm in the office one day, and my wife calls in a panic. Andy's a junior in high school? Mm-hmm. Is that when this happened? I don't, well, I don't know what story you're about to tell. Played a trick on your mother-in-law. Oh, uh yeah and my wife says i need you to come home now we've it's, told this story. it's friday dove season hmm. i've got 30 people gonna be here dove season like, means football season and so i'm like what's going on i said michelle needs me to come home so she says just please come home right now and i said ain't no use a senior because i told her i said oh yeah you're gonna be proud of your son i said uh he just got his first credit card in the mail today 
And I told her about oh, it. She goes, it's a goddamn good thing because he's going to be buying diapers with it. And I was like, oh, Oh, boy. Shit. Not good. My oh, old heart boy. went. <laughs> so I go home, and Michelle's like, Charlie and Julie just left. That's Jesse. Andy's, Andy's been dating his girlfriend since she was in third grade, and he was in seventh 18 years. We counted it up this weekend. Yeah. They've been so dating. Mighty. So uh, it first started out with her stalking him when she was about sixth grade to actually dating when she, her summer of her eighth grade year. No, fresh. Freshman. Her eighth grade year summer after she graduated eighth grade, y'all started dating two days grade, later. Listen, Jeff, I didn't start dating until she <laughs> when she started two days her freshman year, that's okay. when we started okay. dating. So she wasn't an O'Brien Bulldog, she was a Knox City Greyhound at the time. So, anyways, so I she get home and I'm I'm like, what the hell's going on? She goes, Do you know anything about this? I said, I have no fucking clue what's going on other than Andy got a credit card and he's buying diapers or something. What's going on? <laughs> she goes, Charlie and Julie come to the house and Aunt Jesse is pregnant. I was like, Oh shit. She's crying and shit. She goes, you need to go talk to him. I said, what do you want me to ask him? She goes, just ask him if this is true. They found this letter and this note. I said, fucking okay. Fucking okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I drive up to school. Well, they're in wait lunchtime, and they're they're lifting weights. And Wayne and me were big buddies, played golf on that all the time. Hey, Jeff, what's going on? Blah, blah. So I need to talk to Andy. Oh, what'd he fuck up now? He didn't, Andy, (laughs) Wayne didn't cuss like that. He goes, what'd he screw up now? I said, I don't know yet. So Andy comes out. I said, get in the truck. I said, listen. I said, I don't even know how to bring this up. Your Charlie and Julie just left our house, and they got a letter, and that Jesse's pregnant. Ooh. He starts laughing. I'm like, let me repeat myself. <laughs> Start this over. You're, there's a note that you that Jesse wrote that she's pregnant, and her parents come and talk to me, me, mom, and I haven't had to see them yet, but I'm fixing to have to see them. What am I supposed to say other than laughing? It's not funny. <laughs> they read her letter. <laughs> we set her up. We put, we put a letter in there to see if she was snooping on us. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> the old double it, cross. It worked out. It worked Listen, out. You want to flush out a rat? You, you, you know, you sometimes you got to put some, put a little bit of cheese mm-hmm. to see if that rat. So what did I time. do? I started laughing, too. I thought, pretty funny. Uh, I thought that's pretty good. So did you tell her or you go along with it? No. Fuck no. <laughs> I, went home. I went home. My wife is just crying and upset. And I said, Listen. She's not knocked up. Yeah, you're good. I don't think you can use the word knocked up. I said, she's not pregnant. I said, they're, they're jerking her mom. What? So, yeah, they thought she was snooping on her letter, so they wrote the letter to see if she really was. Well, she's not going to think that's very funny. I said, no, but I do. I, <laughs> I said, I feel sorry for her because I was really worried, too, for a little bit. But now that I know what happened, I thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. My dad thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever. I teach people snoop on you. Yeah. <laughs> now you know. Now you know not to mess up. We were suspicious at first, so. Yeah, we, we well, you knew that when that happened. Yeah, we knew for sure <laughs> yeah. then. Like, yeah, they've been reading some stuff. What a dumb fucking thing to do to someone, though. Could you imagine your daughter? I mean, if that's your oh, daughter. God. On my side, it's not good. But as a daughter's side, that's a horrible, oh, I mean, that's yeah. a bad thing to go through. That's Ooh. like, hey, your life's about to come to a quick abrupt. change. Yep. Yeah. So here mm. we go. We just wanted some answers, Jeff. So I called Michelle <laughs> Granny after that a couple of times. She didn't find that very funny. She didn't think I was good. No. <laughs> Had a great game that week. Like, <laughs> cares, to, cares to question but, it. But that was some that's funny, funny stuff. I'm telling you, I laughed so hard, though, after he told me that. First, I'm thinking, why are you fucking laughing? That's not. And he told me, I thought, there's no oh, way nobody would do awesome. this shit. I thought, God almighty. That's smart. You know? Where do y'all get y'all's leather from? Um, I have a supplier. He's in North Dakota, I want to say. Um, don't give up your stuff right here. Yeah, you don't have yeah, it's, So, so I, you've got someone north of Oklahoma that you're getting your stuff from? Way up north, who go. I get my stuff from. How does it come? Does it come in just, like these big bundles? Yeah, just a big old hide. So half, I, I do it in half hides. So it'll come in a big old roll. I unroll it and I'll break it down into, like if we're doing a the call lanyard, I'll break it down into my one inch straps um, or whatever size. Like I need to cut it down and then we start cutting it and um, 
Everything's hand cut, hand punched right now. But something that's thick like that. Mm. Yeah. What is is that a different hide? Is that a different part of the hide? Because that's much thicker than like something like that. Yeah. Where you're so what they do um, is they'll split the hides down. So it's going to start like at 11, 12 ounce. Uh, leather's measured in ounces for some reason. I uh-huh. can't explain it. Um, so that right there is a 9 to 10 ounce. It's obviously a lot thicker. Um, the call lanyards is like a four to five ounce. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the manufacturing process, they they uh, cut it down into whatever size you need it. So when when you buy that, that's nine to ten ounces. Mm-hmm. You're not buying nine to ten ounces of, of leather. That's just the no. measuring size that they do it. Right? Yeah, the thickness. And I, I don't know they why. Don't go by an inch or nothing. I else. don't know why they do it by. And and they have on the side like it'll say in millimeters, but their main description is in uh, ounces. So if, if you buy one that's a a pound, twelve ounce. I don't even know what's 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 the thickest you can get. Twelve ounce. It's it, right at twelve. Twelve mm-hmm. ounces is the thickest leather, and you can probably buy it in one ounce to two ounce. Uh, yeah, I mean you could buy it into whatever ounces you need. So like this leather right here is three to or four to five, and I have uh, a nine to ten in that same color. I um, mean they just split it down into whatever you need. How long does something like that take you to make? How many hours do you have? From to start to finish, it's about an hour and forty five minutes. It's good money then. It, 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 it pays well. Yeah, um, if you could sell 100 of them a day. Yep. And, it, and it, we're going to get a lot better. So when we go, it's going to get a lot quicker. When we go into uh, full time, we're going to get a clicker press. So right now, I have to cut everything by hand, punch all the holes, every single one. Uh, we're going to get like a clicker die. It looks like a cookie cutter, and it just cuts the shape out for you with all the holes. And uh, Taylor, whoever's going to be stitching at that time, will stitch it up. Stitching takes the hard, uh, longest time. That's hard on hour. your fingers, too. Oh, I'll tell you okay, what. So, so that thing, hold that up just a minute again. So the the actual leather that you've got is not more than what an inch, two inches wide. Yeah. So the leather itself is about an inch and an eighth, um, and then we got a rope on the inside that hold the form. Um, so just a piece of nylon rope in mm-hmm, the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it and it just holds the shape. And then they just stitch up around it, and mm-hmm. now and you put those, the the. the whatever the hell those grommets or whatever you call that on the side yeah so i'll put the d-rings in it's like a closing clasp so i'll close it uh we'll punch holes and we'll close it in there and then we just got our lobster clasp tied to our uh call drop cord that's that's, it. that's very interesting and that takes so you everything a- starts out like that exactly yes. yep, that's yeah. it right there so this so, is us making one right now so and that right there takes the longest getting the stitch holes punched punching mm-hmm. everything and you'll you'll see here in a second we'll start doing the um stitching the actual lanyard can you buy a machine that does that hole stitching for the stitching holes? Yeah, so yes. that's going to be the clicker press with the cookie cutter, like the clicker die. Um, and then that's the rope that goes inside of it. Yep. And you just let it on fire so it'll stick to it? Yeah, and so I put a glue on there, and it just kind of speeds up the process. And then here comes the stitching. And this looks like the hardest part. That's it. So that stitching's the hardest part. It, it wears on your hands. Well, I can imagine because, uh, I mean, it's fucking leather. It, yeah, and it's a pain. You're pulling it all. You're, but that's how the hide cut. It just, you just roll it out and so you like the, cut what you want. That elk hide right there, you can make stuff out of it. Oh, yeah. You could definitely make something out of that. And that is on y'all's be, Instagram. People, the viewers did not get to see that. But if you go to Fowler Hide Supply, you can see the whole, the whole process. What, what's something like that elk hide? What's something like that cost if that was leather? Um, I don't know. That would probably be about, like, 280 300 bucks i think i paid 50 bucks for that at a hunting show about 15 or 20 yeah that's years not ago. too bad elk hide's expensive elk hide deer hide it's more for like uh you could use it for like gloves and stuff it's a soft leather mm-hmm. so that's it'd be used for gloves have you thought about making gloves no it's that's that that's a tough that would Glo- be cool glo- to have. yeah it'd be really cool to have gloves are pretty hard to make you need a certain sewing machine for it um, i wonder what hand i wonder what hand glove Deer hide are you glove. talking about like baseball gloves or no, working gloves? Like working, like working gloves. gloves. Yeah, they, something like that would run. 
I don't know, but we we kind of had to get to a point where we had to stop taking like custom orders because we used to do a lot of leather, uh, like wallets and belts and stuff. Right. And then we got to the point where as we were getting too much, we we're kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. And so we just tried to hone it back into just the waterfowl hunting aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, y'all's shop must smell good. Me and Michelle went in the King Ranch Saddle Shop in Kingsville a couple weeks ago. Man, mm-hmm. it smells good in that mm-hmm. damn place. Oh, yeah. We're using my mom's uh, spare bedroom right now, and it smells like a little leather <laughs> shop. Oh, they smell so good Oh, in there. yeah. It smells real nice. It smells I, nice. I wonder if, like, glommets would be easier, just like a mitt. Put, mm-hmm. it, put it in there, and then you put some sort of insulate. Once this gets, you know, going. Yeah, we def- We have a list of, like, things we want to get into, but right now it's me, Drew, and his wife, and my mom's helping out, and it's we have we don't have enough hands. So. What would you do next? What would you put something on your list be? What do we have next on it? Uh, coming out, we want to release in the end of the summer's dog collars, mm-hmm. so trying to do that. we got a couple more leather colors coming down the line, um, and then hopefully next spring we'll get into uh, we sold totes. them. Yeah, like totes. Like women's, women's, like, like purses. Um, and oh, those, that's big money. Gucci's uh, made a shitload uh, of yes. money doing hey, yeah. yeah. that was my biggest money. When I first started doing leather, I was making purses, and I made some. I made real money then. Really? Um, and I was kind of got out of it so we could focus on this, but we're going to bring it back in here soon. Let me tell you something. I'm going to give you some advice, okay, from an old man. Have you ever seen a son bitch making fucking lanyards driving in a private jet, flying in a private jet? <laughs> Heck no, but they <laughs> have, have you seen the purse. Gucci guys? <laughs> yes. That's what they I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Watch House of Gucci. You'll see how much money yep. them fuckers have. <laughs> and that's all they made was... When the what it all started at out? First? It, well, it all started out like they shovel they shoveled cow shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the cows they found out had good hide, and somehow or another, their dad started making their grandfather. I think. No, it was their dad. Okay. The two sons, Aldo and. I guess that would have been right. Yeah. Their dad started making purses for the Rich upper class in Paris. Yeah. And then. I think at the time they only made purses. And then, so spoiler alert for people that don't know the history of Gucci, two brothers started Gucci, started making bags. One brother, I guess, took them international, built places in New York, and they got on the national scene. And then the other brother's son came in, married Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga poisoned his don't, ear. Don't tell, don't, don't tell the it's movie. It's the fucking history of Gucci, Jeff. You can, you, it, it happened, it's a great movie. It happened 40 years ago. <laughs> the, the son and Lady, and Lady Gaga basically just wrecked the whole thing. And now there is no Gucci at the head of the table for Gucci. Really? And it's a billion dollars in sales a all. year. Yeah, they're... They're up. That's who Fowler Hyde could be doing that. There it is. That's our main competition is Gucci right <laughs> yes, now. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, yeah, their leather they use. I watched a video on like the stuff they make and their leather. I mean, a hide I buy for 180 bucks. They're buying hides that are like 500, 600. You tell you what, what sh- makes the what makes what's the difference? Just the tanning process, like how it's tanned, where it's tanned, the cow it comes from. Like different different cows are going to have different uh, types of uh, hide thickness. Mm-hmm. If uh, if it's got tick marks on it, scars, anything like that. So just where it comes from, what they eat. I mean, it all kind of plays into their their hide. So kind of like Wagyu versus exactly just yeah. choice or exactly prime. yeah. I got the most embarrassed I've ever been in my life in a Gucci store in Las Vegas. A girl that I was dating when I was about 20, 21 gave me a Gucci watch and something messed up on it. And I was in Vegas on a ski trip with some guys. And I was like, oh, there's a Gucci shop. I'll take my watch and have them fix it out. Uh, sir, this it's is not a real Gucci watch. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. That's awesome. Uh, I was so embarrassed. That lady goes, uh, that's not an authentic Gucci. 
So that damn bitch lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to use one finger and figure it out yeah, where one hand to figure out how it worked. People don't know. <laughs> My People buddy laughed know. his ass off. He goes, that's embarrassing, wasn't it? I said, fuck yeah, that was so embarrassing. I was a poor kid anyways. Thought I was way over my head going to the Gucci store anyways. That's well, weird. Lady Gaga says something in the, at the very beginning. She's like, you work your whole life hoping that you can buy the second cheapest thing we have, and you can't. It's tough. It, it's crazy. My wife has some Louis stuff, and it's absolutely asinine what those fucking people get for that shit. Mm-hmm. It just blows my and, mind how much that shit costs. Yeah. I mean, and then people look at us. They're like, God, you're spending $2,000 on a gun? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you That's got a purse. Point. You got a point. <laughs> you got to see my shell bill when I go to Argentina. <laughs> Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> So, how do you get different, like, colors? Like, that's kind of a, a lighter tan than that tan. Yeah, it comes in uh, different colors. I mean, on the website, they'll have from dark oh, brown, really? medium brown, tan, yeah, light tan. When they, they'll tan it, or uh, they'll dye it and tan it themselves, so you can kind of pick which one. So, that's all done from them. Yeah. Okay. So, right now, all we're working with is uh, a medium brown, like this turkey tote. Mm-hmm. We got the English tan, and then we're about to get black into the mix. So, we're going to do black lanyards, uh, black totes, and stuff like that. So you just you pick so you can see like what sells better and like okay I need I need much more of this yeah. I don't need mo- more of that brown definitely like our medium brown call lanyards with like the tan drops yes like this is our main seller mm-hmm. so we definitely have more brown on stock right now um, English tan sells I mean sells pretty well too in the three piece tote turkey totes is medium brown for sure why is that. I'm not too sure, honestly. That's just what people want. That's just what, people <laughs> want. <laughs> it's just what the people want. Did the Pacific guys? We talked about that earlier. They came up here and got a turkey with y'all, right? They did. They mm-hmm. got two, and it, they used those. Yep. Was it who got one? Wilson and Trevor. Or? Yep, both of them did. And then That's Zach was just. Uh, the Is that the one guy. that looks like Mikey Silverano? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He does. I thought they had a they had a picture of it somewhere, didn't? Because they sent y'all a picture. Yeah, didn't they? they they sent me one. I didn't realize it was with y'all though until mm-hmm. I started connecting the pieces. Because right after that, Ducks Unlimited, they came uh, yep, up they here. They came out here, and then we had a. It was awful, awful. Windy. Uh, windy and not a lot of birds. So they ducks was over what Sunday, mm-hmm. right? We they hunted Sunday afternoon. They got here Sunday night. We hunted Monday morning. Didn't hear a gobble. Hunted Monday afternoon. It got windy. And then Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, we didn't hear a gobble all morning, and then we were about to pack it up. And I'm like, I'm going to go up to this ridge. I'm going to see if I can see any birds uh, on this ridge. And if not, then I guess I'm going to let you guys go. And um, I put my call back in my pocket, and I was about to leave, and I look out across the field. And there they were. There were two toms and seven hens. <laughs> oh, dang. And I said, fucking crawl to your gun. <laughs> yep. So they crawled, and then about five minutes later, we had two birds on the ground, and that was it. Bada bing, bada boom. We had us a tough turkey season. I oh, think most man. everybody did, unless rough. you're north, north somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we drove all the way up to Kansas, and uh, sister lives up there. Drove through the night and spent, what, two day, two full days of hard hunting, mm-hmm. and we didn't here God we'll see I mean it was rough it's, it's yeah. been that way I've had it before so back to Argentina for a minute okay you're flying first class you're going to Argentina what's your expectations how many shells do you think you'll shoot I'm not sure I've been watching videos um, and it's crazy if you've seen the videos they have guns ready and they just the bird know, boys they just, and they just, guns? they just shuffle guns to you and I I'd say around thousand two thousand I don't even know I don't even know a number what, I, what's your tipping going to be for the little guy that's 
Jeff, he's in charge of the airplane. Yeah, I'm in charge of the airplane. You don't, you don't have to tip either then? We're going to work that out when we get there. I need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like cash. Yep. Yeah, you better bring a bunch. Give him a 20 and it's a, a here, 20. Here, here you go. Here's a dove tote. Yeah. <laughs> a, <laughs> 20, <laughs> a 20 and a that dove tote. sucker carries so many doves. Well, buddy, I've got lots of friends that have done that. by the way, where I'm from. <laughs> he said it's amazing how those guys find those birds. How do, I haven't even seen what, how do they do it? They go they and get go. them. They, they're the dogs. Oh, really? I heard a lot of them, they just leave out, too. Like, I mean, you shoot <laughs> so many birds are such a, they're a nuisance yeah. to those oh, people. Yeah. They're, they're all they're just, over. They're eating all the crops and crapping on everything. I think a 20 spot's good. Yeah, no. I think that's perfect. And some whiskey no. or something? How much is the total trip? Came out to like. Th- not not counting airfare, just the hunting and. Like 35. Then you should so tip $700. 700 Yeah, 20%. Yeah, you cheap fucker. <laughs> You're going for free. I give them two dovetoes. 20 twenty percent <laughs> is the typical. It's yep. what you tip on a guided hunt. I now, will definitely bring some now, tip money for the seven hundred dollars. Though should go to spread to everybody, the kitchen ladies, the guides, mm-hmm. everybody that does something. Yeah, we'll definitely bring. I'm going to bring some money for them. Yeah, you don't want to leave me on that cheap bastard that no, came from Lubbock that's got no, Fowler hide. Fowler hide. I don't. I don't need all that. Forty money. years from now, his dad would be oh with them Fowler hide purses that cost five thousand dollars. <laughs> no, the <laughs> cheap motherfucker. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'll I'll bring some money up there for him. I'm excited for it though. It'll be fun. It'll be be a great trip. Yeah, no. I just got to go get my passport now. I even got my passport. I don't know the last time yeah, I flew yeah. overseas. When do you fly? March. Uh, March. Oh yeah, you should be good, Shay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'd be getting Gucci. that bitch pretty quick. I looked yep. at Gucci slides not too long ago. I'm not slides. even a slide guy. How much were they? Did you get some? <laughs> no, they're a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> I am not spending a couple hundred dollars on slides. You mean slides like go aheads? Yeah, like the athletic, the um, shower <laughs> yeah. shoes. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant like the Sperry top sizes, yeah, the, the leather slip-on shoes. The fuck, that's not bad at all. No, they're pricey. Oh, like just slides. They're probably not even real either. Nothing like, says you like no. penis like wearing a pair of Gucci slides around Knox <laughs> City. The guy had a good-looking belt on. Thought about maybe a Gucci belt. Who had a good-looking belt on? The guy that got shot. Andy, for someone to be married to someone so practical as y'all are, you just blow my mind with your your over-impressive shit you want to wear. A Gucci belt. I mean, you wore a fucking five-piece suit to to guy to hunt one day on. A three-piece suit? suit? Oh, yeah. You had an event after? Three-piece suit. When these dive bomb guys were here, Andy come out and the fucking... He had a tie tie on and everything. That's awesome. Did they like it? Yeah, they liked yeah, it. Everybody shot a bunch of birds. It was a great hunt. Did they come go. down here a lot? Yeah. Once a year. Get, once once or twice a year. $320. I was going to get the middle ones. There you go. <laughs> it's got gay road all over it. <laughs> you ought to get the 670 Gucci women's. I mean, if you're going to go out, go all the way but out. But how in the hell are people selling shoes? Slides. Those aren't even shoes. But that they, is a soul with a piece making of making money leather over it. And people are buying that for $670. It's got that little G on it. That little seven, <laughs> seven-year-old Korean kid built that son bitch probably in North Korea under the DMZ bucks. zone. Fifty bucks, hell, five dollars. The markup on that thing is two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No wonder they got that kind of money. But get, I don't know that they made that when the when the one brother was. What, what, still. What's the Gucci? Do they have loafers? I'm sure they do. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what a pair of Gucci loafers cost. Uh oh, easily. You're looking at six hundred. Six hundred easily. Yeah. No, you cheap bastards. Yeah. Eight fifty. Horse, horse. What's that? Horse bit leather. What's that mean? I'm not even sure what that is. See, I don't. I don't France, know that. It's got to be expensive. It could be horse leather because yeah. in France they butcher horses mm-hmm. and eat them. Probably and is. What's the one on the very end? The Gucci leather for six seventy. Pull that sucker up. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead in those shoes. <laughs> if I wouldn't let you bear me in those. 
Oh, I'll bet you if someone sent Andy a pair of them, motherfucker, he'd wear one of them some bitches. <laughs> he can lie all he wants to. He'd be wearing them motherfuckers around Learned dove it. hunting with shorts. <laughs> Look at that. That's that's asinine. That pe- that I used to have some Sperry's like that years twenty five years ago. The most comfortable shoes I ever owned in my lifetime. They were leather Sperry's, just slide ons, just like that. Yep. They were fucking comfortable. They did make shoes because Aldo told the one guy that there was a, a gold leaflet in the bottom of the shoe, and he had to quit making it because it got too expensive. So they were doing, they were doing purses and shoes. That, that's because that was a special shoe that was made for somebody. But they were making right. shoes. And he asked him, he goes, where did you get them from? Right. And it knew it, he knew that he had been bit in the ass that someone had went But we had bag. said mm-hmm. that they were only doing bags. That oh. was incorrect. They were doing shoes also. Because yes. Aldo said that, that shoe is special. It's got a gold leaflet in the bottom of it. And he knew that he'd been screwed over by his nephew. Right. We got some work to do to get in shoes. Last we'll name, that. baby. I mean, that's what it is. Tell you what. Yeah. You know, Look. do you know the story behind Cabela's? I don't. Mm-mm. In 19, we're going to throw a year out. I'm sure I'm wrong. 1973. And I'm sure I'm off on this anyways. A guy started dry, tying flies in the basement of his house in Sydney, Nebraska. Turned into Cabela's. So y'all are in your mom's Sewing room, basically. Right. Yeah, exactly. So the sky's the limit. Anything you want to mm-hmm. do. Absolutely. That's the plan. I mean, how far have That's y'all went in two years? I mean, we've well, only been here for about a yeah, year we and only went. Yeah, we only went live with the website in January. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, you know. And it's going pretty quick. We're interested to see how this uh, next waterfowl season does. Yeah, it's going to be big time. We're excited. What uh, have you noticed, like a bunch of people moving away from the nylon uh, lanyards? Yeah, a lot of people have just kind of said they, they like the paracord and all that, but they just want something paracord. different. Yeah. I think that they're just... Those have been around and they do great, but they just they want something a little bit more um, classy. Yeah, classy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna hold five hundred dollars worth of calls on your lanyard, you might as well have a, you know a lanyard that matches up to it. Back, back in the day in the mid nineties, there was one guy who did leather, and he used to go to the DU events, the high end DU events. I used to see him all the time. I'm not gonna mention this because he does the same thing. I'm not gonna do that. But anyways, same type deal. But he's had a for 30 years has been doing this. He never, ever went to the level that y'all did, though. I think it was just a one-man show. Mm-hmm. But there is a definite, there is a want and a desire for it. Mm-hmm. I think, now I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm not trying to tell you guys your business. Get the tree retriever training, guys. That's where your money's at. The field trial guys yeah. want a leather. Yeah. They don't want a paracord deal. They got a 10000 or $25,000 dog they're running. Yeah. They're want, you know, they want to impress somebody else. And, and uh, we have those in the work right now. We're doing braided leather. Uh, we don't have it. We're not selling it yet, but we're going to do like dog training uh, lanyards, which is um, like two attachments. Just that's perfect. Specifically yeah. made for dog training, especially for the off season kind of lull that we've seen. Right. You know, I mean, we sold quite a bit that tail into waterfowl, and then mm-hmm. we saw kind of a dip, and so that'll kind of hopefully fill that void. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's great. Because so like, really, when you think about it, people start thinking about waterfowl hunting after the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. So like, right. you still got you know another dip. You still got the dip for another couple weeks and then but after that it's like it's gonna be on crazy and it's gonna be interesting because at the end of the waterfowl season uh this past season i mean it blew up so now we're like oh gosh who knows what's gonna happen this right. come around yeah It'll be interesting. um you said were y'all gonna do dog collars did you say mm-hmm. dog you collars. So how, how does that translate into what you're already doing as uh, far as like the technology that y'all have like putting the the call the uh what the fuck is it? it's like a buckle kind of yeah the buckle i mean it's uh same process we'll cut a strap cut cut the oblong hole for your buckle to go through and just rivet it together and um it's just like making a turkey tote pretty much i mean it's we're not trying to everything will be brass yeah mm-hmm. we use brass on everything it won't uh rust or anything i'll give y'all a, another idea 
million dollar idea that's worth three cents probably. But <laughs> Andy's dog Lou has got one of the neatest collars ever. It's it's a paracord cut deal, but it's got three bands that ain't, they and he no, retrieved two. two bands, two, and it's it's looped inside the deal. Oh, I see. And you keep got guys to oh, custom yeah. say, hey, you send us your duck bands, which for some people they're like giving up their kid's kidney to do yeah. that. Send us your band, and you can put your band somehow in that leather and for the dog. I think it's a great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, something yeah. different. Absolutely. That'd be cool. Uh, I mean, we have had people that want to send us their bands where we're making a lanyard for them because they don't want to open them up or do anything with them. Um, I don't know. Or like uh, like a neck collar. Um, they want to just put that on a lanyard. I mean, that'd be pretty big on a lanyard, but we can do it. Mm-hmm. But on the dog collar, a dog retrieved that band. That's Buck's band. And when right. Buck dies, you're going to bury him in the... Yeah. But, but Andy, that loose collar is really cool, but it's a paracord. But it's got his actual band. The band on there. Mm-hmm. Two of them. I awesome. still don't know yeah. what I'm going to do when he dies because, like, that's his lanyard and all, but... No, you need to keep that. Hold on. Yeah. I mean, that, that if, if you could talk to that dog... He'd say, I'm taking it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, right yeah, there. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Where'd you get that's that made cool. through? You had someone make it? Uh, yeah, so we had a guide here, and he made... Uh, he did, like, that kind of stuff. But um, he would do lanyards and stuff. So, basically, what the process on that was, was um, you'd make a lanyard, and then you would just double it for like dogs so when he did the first round we put the we put the band on it and then he just uh I see. worked around it but he's got another one on the other side yeah but That's it's all, cool. it's Take, all yeah you could easily do that if you bury him with that you're gonna regret it one day right you'll wish you'd had it back to put up in so, your house and a picture of it but i that. don't know if i should cut the cut the collar and get the bands off of it no that's I would, what i'm saying i would take the whole collar off and i would hang it somewhere in your house that dog, how old's Lou? Uh, nine. Lou, Andy's dog's nine years old. He's retrieved thousands and thousands and thousands of birds. His wife, Andy's wife, hates the dog. He's got two people that love him, Andy and me, probably. <laughs> Andy's boys love him. I mean, he's a big part of our family, everything around here. Absolutely. And when he's gone, it's going to be very hurtful. But there's something, it's kind of like Beavis. The Beavis was me and Tony's dog. When Beavis is gone, you, he's always going to be better when he's dead because he had a lot of fucked up moments, but you forget about him when they get older. You're going to wish you had that of his to keep, whether you keep mm-hmm. it in your house or you keep it in your office or whatever. You're going to want something of his to put on your desk. To rem- Every day you'll see that to you're a dead guy. Well, we, he retrieved three that year, and I was hoping I could get a fourth one. That way it would be symmetrical around yeah. him. We only got three, so I'm like, fuck, this sucks, but I got to put that third one on my lanyard. You hunt him anymore? Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah, he's oh, so he goes seven days a week. He is nine years old, and I'm telling you right now, everybody's dog is the greatest dog in the world. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Lou is a great hunting dog, but Lou has the same energy at nine years old he had when he was six months old. I've never seen Kenny Chesney's little ass running around over there. <laughs> yeah. If that dog was a singer, he'd be Kenny Chesney. He's got go. He goes, yep. and Andy fattens him up all year. Now he's not fat like he used to. He used to just watch Scooby-Doo all fucking summer and get fat. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got two kids chasing him around now. He can't. Yeah. But he's a, he's a very social dog. He's a good dog. But he's not a good pet because he's, got a lot, he's very wild. He's awful. Yeah. He's, he's like terrible. a bird dog, wild. That kind of wiriness right. for a lab. Yeah. But he's a yeah. big, beautiful dog. But he's never been laid. That's his problem. That I know he, of. That it, I know of. He's gotten out a couple times. Ah, uh, so <laughs> yep. could be a few running he around. Got in there. He was going to have to jack him off last year to try to get some semen from him. I was, one, I was willing to do it. Do you want to breed him? Yeah, I do. I'm wanting to one day. Uh, I thought I had something lined out for this year, but I don't know what ended up happening. He's getting old though, so like I don't even know yeah, if it, he, I don't know if his swim or swim. Yeah, I took, say. took him to the vet last year in October. Yeah, it was October. He didn't like the guy's hands. 
Nah. The vet scared him. Like yeah. he tried to, he tried to, he tried to masturbate my dog, and like he locked, he locked up. He, like, he said no. And then the vet charged me. Oh, uh, seventy five bucks. Seventy five bucks. Yeah. God, they can get expensive hand jobs. Yeah, tell you what. Yeah, they didn't even. I don't even think they they didn't get him out of the corner. What I got a call from the ending? vet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got, got a call from the vet. Hey, he 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 won't perform. But uh, you still owe me money. Yeah, yeah. The nurse will send the bill. The dog throws cho- has chocolate jeans on him too. Yeah, he's a beautiful, beautiful hundred pound lab. I mean, he's a beautiful dog. He's dog. smart, great do- hunting dog. But I've never seen a dog with that intensity at that age. If you just hunted him and you didn't know nothing about him, you'd think he was a three year old dog. Yeah, because he's not very great. He doesn't have a whole lot of gray underneath him and. He's just a good looking dog. He's just a but he's an old man. Big. Mm-hmm. He's put in his years. He has. The question is, is when will Andy start fixing to replace him? Because Andy's wife is not going to be real thrilled with that. That's why I've been putting off breeding him because I was wanting to kind of transition things. So, like, he'll be 10 in December. He's nine now. He'll be 10 in December. So, the transition's coming. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how old he is. He's named after the guy, a character on what's Res- Rescue, Rescue Me. Me, Lou the Fireman. You, you ever even seen that show? No, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that. it. Great series. You need to watch Rescue it. Me. Yes. Rescue Me. Have you watched The Wire? Nope. No. Oh, that's a great series. It's on HBO Max right now. Excellent series. Good one. The Wire. This time of year, I get, get a lot of TV time late at night. And I watch <laughs> series. That's my, that's my series yeah. now. It's only six series, six seasons long, and I'm on almost done with season four. About to cry because I only got two left. Oh, kind of like I was when Shameless. Have you ever watched Shameless? A uh, little bit of Shameless. When Frank Gallagher died yep. at the last one, I about mm-hmm. cried. Yeah. One of the best characters. That's like killing yeah. Cosmo Kramer. Yeah. You know, or Radar O'Reilly. Yeah. I mean, there's just some series you can't kill the Frank guy. was a wild guy. Oh, he, he's one of the a best, wild guy. Well, best acting jobs ever. Yes. He's a great actor oh, he's in, a, that, in that series. Yes. That is a most fucked up family in the mm-hmm. whole world. Mm-hmm. To it. That's some redneck white Chicago trash right there. Mm-hmm. Did y'all watch Ozark? I've seen a little bit a little of bit it. Of I didn't it. finish it. Yeah. I got that. I got so the last season split into two. I've got the last half of the last season. We're, y'all were on what? Watching uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Just Things. That up. Is that I good? I watched the first year. year. Second year, I tried. Couldn't get it's into different. It. It's different. Yeah. I tried. I, well, I, I say I tried. I don't have a whole lot of. T- I got a finite amount of TV time because I'm fighting for. You know, I got kids in the house and they scream and stuff. So I tried Stranger Things. I liked the what I saw. But then I got like on Outer Banks and Peaky Blinders, and um, I would I think I'll come back to Stranger Things. Outer yeah. Banks is good. Is this the well, last season of Stranger Things? No, so they got a uh, part two coming out in the first of July, okay. and then and then I don't know if there's gonna be another season. I can't that. believe that thing is survived. I watched the first year and I'm thinking, what the fuck? I don't even like science fiction shit, they but love it, it sucked me it's in. Crazy. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. But then I watched season two and I just thought, ah, this is off. too much. And the kid with the fucked up mouth. <clears throat> The little kid? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got to be Dustin? 27 now. Whatever. I went to Aaron. Yeah. Got that smile. No, no, he's got no lips yeah. or something. They fixed his the, teeth. Yeah, his teeth. They got him right. Really? They got him back. They, yeah, he got him back. Yeah, I kind of fell off. It got weird in the this last season. But I just couldn't. I, I couldn't get into it. Outer Banks is a great series. And that girl on there is probably the hottest girl in the world right now. I don't even know her name. But she's hot in a... She's in a, a plain Janeway. Sh- yeah, like not over the top kind of hot. What's, what's her name? Who is. Uh, she's Sarah Cameron on Outer Banks. Yeah, she is a beautiful girl, yeah. blonde headed girl. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Who I'd love to live, live that life, just fishing all day, wake up. We hunted, it. we hunted a kid last year that's from there, and he was talking about the actual. What do they call them people? The poor people? Pogues. pogues. The pogues. He said there is a pogues and a. Oh, is there really? The two, he said there's two, side, really, he said two sides of the island. Yeah. No, he didn't say this. The story's not true, of course, but the actual. The poor kids that work. The poor kids that work on the island, and the rich kids that are coming in there with their parents out of. 
wherever. Right. Charleston's where that's filmed, isn't yep. it? I think everything in Netflix right now is coming out of Charleston, South Carolina, for some reason. They got another yeah. series I watched that was on there, and I, I, and I watched. That'd be a place to live right there. Have you ever been there? I've never been. It's a hot, sweaty sunbitch. Is it? Oh, I believe it. Next to that water. It's beautiful there, but, man, it's hot, nasty. I don't want to with humidity. Yeah. So what kind of upkeep do you have to have for your leather lanyards? Um, so we use bridal leather. So it's made for, really it's made for equestrian. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to wick away a lot of your uh, water, uh, blood, sweat, anything like that. It's got a, it's stuffed with a bunch of aloe or uh, oils. Uh, but we came out with a quack wax um, not too long ago that we started making that you just apply to the leather probably like twice a year right. um, or however much you're using the leather. And uh, it wicks away a bunch of the water. So there's not much upkeep, but if it gets wet, muddy, bloody, whatever it is, you need to clean it off um, and store it properly. I mean, if you leave it in the sun all day, it's going to get cracked. Obviously. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is just leave it in the truck or whatever, and it dries out. That's when you have the issues. Yeah. But that leather conditioner, we've, we have uh, we made that in-house, and that's been really oh, good for us. What we is like it? it? It's just like a, almost like a leather balm. Don't tell your trade secrets. <laughs> but like, it's uh, on the back. So, I mean, it's just four ingredients. Um it, no scent or anything. You can it's it's you can put it on your hands. Good for your cuticles, they say. I don't know. I got cracked. Cuticles. Good for your what? Cuticles. Okay, I thought you said something else. <laughs> Good for your cooter. <laughs> cooter curls. It, it yeah. might be. I don't know. <laughs> but All yeah. So you just apply that however often uh, you need to. If you see your leathers cracking or starting to dry out. Um, but obviously, like if a lot of guys hang their lanyards in their trucks off their. Uh, rear view mirror. Right. Um, a lot so of them will stay there all winter long. All winter long. Yeah. And it's going to probably be sitting in the sun. So, obviously, if you're going to do it with your leather lanyard, you need to use some quack wax on it. But like do I, not leave your lanyards on no, your No, it's going to get no. That's the thing. You, I read about that every mm-hmm. hunting season. I see two or three guys. And then another guy wrote on there, he got pulled over by the cops. They thought it was crack pipes. Jeez. Hanging from his mirror. <laughs> yeah, and, and you think about it for someone that don't waterfowl hunt. Know it it looks like you know, meth bore crack. Yep. And I always, I'm on waterfowl. It's a lot more expensive <laughs> and addictive. Yeah. And I always see posts about that. Got my lanyard stolen. has all my bands on it. has all my call. My $800 call. Yeah. Right on the mirror. Right in the truck for everybody to see. I leave mine in my bag. I just throw it in there, throw the bag up. just And I don't have to worry about people stealing it, but it just... Boy, you will if you get them fucking Gucci slides in there. But it's just one less thing that I have to worry about. Like, there's so many times, like, I got to take a shit in the morning. I run out of the truck, take a dump, and I just leave straight for taking a dump. Well, my calls are already in my bag, and that bag's outside. So, like, I, you don't have to worry about reaching in there mm-hmm. or anything yeah. like that. Um, but, so... Um, if you noticing it cracking, well, that like that'll like what does that do? Just kind of reconditions it and yeah. makes it softer. Yeah, the oils that we have in it, it'll, it's going to go down into the fibers. Leather's got like fibers in it, so it gets down in there, and it's just going to recondition it, like you said. Um, it's going to add another protective barrier onto it, kind of fill those cracks. And then it'll kind of like the leather; it'll start to break in after a while. Oh yeah, so like a lanyard like this, it, it comes pretty stiff. Right. But once you start using it and kind of abusing it and putting it into your blind bag or wherever you're going to put it. Like mine, I crump it into a ball and I just shove it in my blind bag. Right. Uh, it's super loose. It's about as loose as these cords. So it breaks yeah. in. Well, guys, I'm very impressed because here's a guy that's a coach, guy in the hotel business, going to Argentina, bumming a hunt off somebody. <laughs> smart, smart man right there. No, you guys have started a business and y'all are passionate about waterfowl and you show another way that you can make a living, hopefully, where this is going to be all you do. Without having to be an eight to five guy, mm-hmm. and that's what our podcast. We have a lot of people like that, people that live outside of the box, and and I wish you guys the best. What y'all's website? It's a FowlerHideSupply dot com. FowlerHideSupply dot com. That's F O W L E R Supply 
FowlerHydeSupply.com. Y'all have swag and everything else on the We got swag. Right. We got hats mm-hmm. coming up here in the next couple of weeks. We got more shirts coming. Um, and then we got all the leather gear. We got a lot of uh, new uh, leather color drops about to come out. We got black coming out soon. Um, and then we got a, just a bunch of uh, new products about to drop. Father's Day is this weekend, right? Father's Day is this weekend. So um, we do – when are we ending it? Tomorrow, the sale? Yeah, June 7th. If, if the orders can come in before June 7th, then we think we can get them out. We should be able to get them out on time. So if somebody wants to buy their husband, their son, their son-in-law, anything, and your mother-in-law's not buying you shit after y'all pulled that prank on her. <laughs> Still sound about that. <laughs> so if, if they, they call you by June 7th, you hopefully can get their, their can get order it. to them. Yes, sir. But you have stuff. If Let's say somebody wants a birthday and it's July 15th and it's July 7th. They should not got to buy my something. You usually have something in stock that they can buy something, or do you have to? It's, normally, if it's if it's one of these, especially the lanyard, we're going to have to make it just okay. because of the stitch color and all that. So we, we do make them kind of straight custom. Yeah, so, but it, it only takes about three, four days to make, and we, okay. we knock them out pretty so if quick. Someone comes, if someone calls you on Monday, you can usually have them one shipped on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Yes, sir. Definitely. Okay. Now, Definitely. what uh, do they cuss? Like, how do they, how do you figure out how big you need it to be? So, right now, we're, uh, they're all one size. They're all one yep, size. They're all one size. So, when you get on the website, we got uh, a full rope, and then we got a half rope. We didn't bring a half rope, but the half rope, obviously, the neck isn't stitched, so you can customize with a name on top. Mm-hmm. Um, so, then you're going to pick between your leather color, your stitch color, your call drop color, if you want any attachments on it. The chapstick. Um, yep, the chapstick. That's the go-to. And then uh, you place your order, and we'll get it out to you in really quick, actually. That's very cool, man. I mean, yes, I, never, I never – did y'all ever envision that there was this niche? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's kind of like when you start the pocket. Everybody's like, oh, are you surprised yeah. it took off? And you're like, well, I didn't start it for no reason. But yeah. at the same time, there's still like, oh, it's working. Yeah. I mean, when we started, we didn't. Um, there's other companies like it. But our, our big thing that we're trying to push is we can get stuff out quick and ship and delivered. Yeah quick we got a bunch of confidence when we went to the ducks really um, yeah and getting to talk to people and and because that was the first time we got to interact with people with it with the product and so seeing their reaction really like we figured out okay we can do this you right. know this is something that, that we can do and people like yeah definitely good grind of people and you're hanging with pacific guys and those are some good guys and y'all, will be, guys. y'all will be at squad fest july 15th and 16th not yes, 17th and 18th <laughs> you're gonna be at game fair well we won't be at game fair won't be a, I know we're missing next year. We've got a whole lineup that we're going to attend. Game um, Fair is definitely one I'd be at. Yes, yeah, sir. So that's probably the biggest waterfowl deal that there Where's is. Where's that at? It's in Anoka, Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. There will be a lot. There will, you, you'll, you guys will do good at uh, Squad Oh, Fest. Squad Fest yeah. will be real good too because it's all waterfowlers also. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. We're excited. Definitely. We'll, we'll um, look forward to are y'all you doing any shows in Texas? The Squad Fest? Actually, no, we're not. We don't have no more lined up this year. So, Squad uh, Fest yeah, is Yeah, that's it. it. Yes, sir. Um, and then, I mean, this year we, we, we're still trying to work around his football schedule, my work schedule, so next year we'll really be able to ramp up on off-season shows. Right, well, I don't know that I'd go to any shows in Texas. No, nope, I wouldn't either. I appreciate you guys being yeah, here, and we will absolutely. see you guys in St. Louis. I'll let you all buy Andy some, a steak or something if you want. <laughs> Anyways, I do appreciate you guys, and I wish you all the best. And yes, um, I look forward to hearing your story about going to Argentina. Yes, sir. Tight bastard. Make sure I'll, you I'll definitely tell you about that plane ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to be like being on a Greyhound. <laughs> The old yellow dog is what it's going to be like. The yellow dog. All right. Thank you all for listening to us. God bless you all. Don't forget about your father and Father's Day and give him something good. I hope my kids get me something good. Thank you. God bless you all. A big old high five. (laughs) Check out all of our great sponsors. Go check out Bangtail Whiskey. 
Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Duck Club podcast, Gun Dog Outdoors. Uh, we do have some openings for Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you want to come dove hunting, it's not too late. Dirty Duck Coffee, Shin Gear, Pacific Calls, Boss Shot Shells, Alpha Outdoors, Dive On Nation.